Paul says in our relationships with one another, we should have the same mindset as Christ. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Greetings, my friends, and welcome to today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. We are still studying Philippians chapter 2. Today we're going to be looking at verses 5 through 8 and uh, beginning to unpack uh, what Paul says uh, about the character of Christ and his coming to uh, fulfill the role as our Messiah. And uh, so Paul's encouragement is that we would Um, have the same mindset as Jesus in our relationships with one another. All right, my friends, before we head into the Word, let's head uh, for some time with the Father. Lord, we love you today. We give you thanks once again that we can come and pause and quiet our hearts before you and study your Word together. We pray, Lord God, that you'd speak through it um, into the exact places that need your touch today. Father, speak your word. Uh, May it come alive in us, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, this is uh, Philippians 2, 5 through 8. Paul writes, And your relationships with one another have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So Paul elevates the example of Jesus and says that we should have the same mindset of Christ. Um, And then in verses 6, 7, and 8, he lays out the very humble way that Jesus um, came and uh, took on... uh, the punishment that belonged to us um, and was obedient to God's will to the point of death, even death on a cross. And so Paul begins uh, in verse 6 making the theological argument for Jesus' equality uh, with God. He says the very nature of Christ is that he is God. Jesus is God. But he did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. In other words, he did not view himself as above the mission of God or above God's purposes, but he was he was uh, in concert with the will of God. Um, he's a member of the Godhead. He was uh, in very nature God, and he shared equality with God the Father. But he didn't consider that equality with God in nature and person uh, something to be used to his own advantage. In other words... He did not um, uh, see himself as above God's will and purposes. Rather, he made himself nothing. And so this talks about the emptying uh, of Jesus, that he emptied himself um, and took on the nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. In other words, uh, he emptied himself of his rightful heavenly glory and position and took on the form of uh, a servant and became human. And Paul continues in verse 8, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself um, by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So Jesus, our God, uh, became a man 
He humbled himself and took on our human flesh. He became the ultimate servant of humanity by willingly uh, dying uh, in our place for our sins. Uh, It's the ultimate uh, act of humility. Jesus, our Lord, our God, our Savior, uh, doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. And um, the humility of the very God of the universe uh, sending His Son uh, to die for us, to die in our place, is a remarkable thing. And so these verses have always spoke uh, deep uh, things to my heart. And I see in the actions of Jesus here, actions that um, we are called to emulate and we are called to um, model um, these things in our actions toward one another. Uh, Paul is saying that the example he's elevating of Jesus' own life is so that we might embrace the same mindset in our relationships with one another. So then I ask you, my friends, today, who are the people that God might be calling you to sacrifice for? Who are the people that God might be calling you to humbly roll up your sleeves and serve? Um, Who are the people that um, Jesus might be calling you to to take uh, loving action on behalf of? And... Uh, Let's think that through and let's really ponder in our hearts who those people are, who they might be, and where that might lead us and what God might actually call us to do in order to reach them and in order to minister to them, in order to um, meet them where they are with the message of the gospel. That's really what Jesus was doing is that he was meeting us where we were He became the Word of God in the flesh, uh, and He dwelled among us, and He uh, lived uh, life just as we live life and just as we are, with the same human struggles and temptations and challenges and all of that, uh, all for the purpose of showing us in the most dramatic and amazing way the love, the deep, deep abiding love God has for us. And we're called to do the same in uh, reaching others. All right, my friends, I'm humbled by these words. I'm humbled by the example of our Savior, Jesus. And I suppose that you are too. Um, Thanks for studying today. I pray that these words would continue to resonate within you uh, as you consider them. And we'll pick up again tomorrow uh, in the last part of this section of Philippians chapter 2. God bless.